This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Dort Podcast Rich Keith is the Dort Podcast Ryan Davis the Dort Podcast Hashtag the Hashtag Dork Podcast Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Raymond Von Damon. He is Rhaenyra Von Daenyra. All hail. The King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm great. Just a couple of girl dads. You know what I mean? A couple of girl dads doing their thing on a Monday night. Betwixt the two of us, four young daughters right now. So we are officially uh, bandit from Bluey. You and I we, both are bandit. Yes, we have no heirs. Mm, although, although. You, could, you could pass it down to a daughter and say she's going to take over the realm. There might be a little bit of pushback. Might be a little there pushback. pushback. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Also, Ryan, it is Dorktober 7. How about that? People, when we said we were doing a hashtag Dorktober seven years ago, they said, there's no fucking way you make it to a Dorktober 2. Now, look, this is dog shit. This is fucking dog shit. You're a dog shit. Look at them now. Look how stupid those people were. So, you fucking idiots. If you think we couldn't do this for seven years, you stupid bitches. You so hate your guts. Now, we're not going to do all Halloween stuff, unfortunately, this month, because there's too much going on with House of the Dragon, She-Hulk. Uh, but we are going to do some horror movie stuff. So fear not. It is still going to be horror movies this month. October 7th does not have a catchy tagline. I think we're we going to go just write seven. seven like the movie seven. Yeah. And actually, we uh, one of the recommendations we got, I think it was from might have been Josh was saying that we should do seven, like a rewatch of seven, which isn't a bad idea. That's a, actually a fucking great idea. I haven't seen that movie in a minute, son. The movie's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my. One of my favorites. All right, Ryan, let's, uh, again, we this, we are packed to the gills today, so let's just keep it moving. This week in the Deadpool 3 teaser. Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, Deadpool, Wolverine. How are they going to do this? And Ryan, does it matter? It doesn't matter. And I think that's the point of the movie. And I did, if you, uh, I did, I was on the news dump because no one else could do it, which is when Goo typically asked me is when yeah. nobody else can do it. How, so many I was a, do you, how many people do you think Goo asked until he got to you? Three, at least. That's not bad. So you're, I'm you're sure four, he four. asked Mac. Yeah, couldn't do it. He asked you. He didn't out ask me, but, but I'm sure he was like, I could ask Keith, but I know he can't do it. Yep. yep. Maybe somebody else and then yep. me. Not bad though, three four. Not, not too yeah. bad. You know, you're getting some. You're picking up mm-hmm. a little. Bit of the, I think when we did the DSG people rankings, I think I came in third or fourth. So. <laughs> when was the rankings? Did someone people... did it. Someone did it once. Like they ranked the actual members of the Dorkshare universe, and I think I came in fourth. We should have somebody out there. People who listen to all of the podcasts should do like a running tally, like an updated power rankings on who the best are. Like who's yeah? The I think it was like person. you, then yeah, Mac and Goo, then me. Not bad. <laughs> It's not bad. Good yeah. company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Deadpool 3, again, these two guys, they have such a fun relationship on Twitter and Instagram. Ron Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Sure do. But Deadpool and Wolverine is going to be awesome. And uh, we all saw Logan. Hugh Jackman said that was going to be the last time he plays Wolverine. But you get an opportunity like Deadpool 3, kind of working into the MCU, going to be super violent and going to be super funny. I'm pumped for that. I am so jacked up for this. And we got a release date, not until 2024, but save the date. Save the date right now. You're going to want to see and this one. 
like is it is it that Wolverine or is it is it a different one? You know, so that I mean, they can do whatever they want now, and I I fully expect that whatever script they go with is just going to make fun of the current state of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. which is just kind of a shit pot right now. It is a bit of a shit pot. There's a few diamonds in the shit pot, but there's most there is in the shit pot. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of shit in the shit pot. One potential diamond, Ryan, could be next month's Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. We had another trailer that came out today. We tweeted that out at Dork Podcast, a worthwhile follow for all of you listening. Mm -hmm. And November 11th is the release date for this bad boy. In, out, in between. What do you think? I'm so in on this movie. And I want you to, all of you listening, to go back and listen to the episode we did memorializing Chadwick Boseman. And what I said would be the opening scene of black panther the new black panther is it a funeral scene it is yeah and yeah. well we so there's all these things like people are speculating like it was there some sort of rift with the atlanteans that somehow or the, what they call them, like the tanakh or something like that mm. it was that is that did he get killed in that was he assassinated yada 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 uh -huh. i think the most respectful thing for them to do was to was to have um T'Challa die of natural causes and there's something like you couldn't fight it you know I think I feel like yeah, that would yeah. be somehow um yeah, I believe I did say that would it be cheapened in a way like if you had like another character kill him right because you're like yeah I, I think it would be disrespectful to him yeah, yeah. to yeah. Chadwick Boseman yeah, yeah I agree yeah. so yeah. this this looks awesome by the way I'm super I'm super excited for this movie and with some of the ups and downs that Marvel has had this does feel like more in line with Infinity War, Endgame, the first Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok. Like when they were just pumping out great movies, this yeah. looks like that. Now we do see an image of Black Panther, the new Black Panther. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping it's Nakia, played by Lapita Nyongo. I know Shuri that probably is the odds on favorite, and she was in, you know, in the comics, they do that. But who do you think is in the suit? I think it's Shuri. Yeah. And only because of the the frame, because um uh, I'm blanking on her name. Um, uh, Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright, who play is it, that's she's very slight. She's a bit of a wisp. She's very skinny. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it looks it looks like her. It's to me. not Umbaku confirmed. It is not. Who looks massive in that trailer? Doesn't he? He looks great. Yeah. Uh, and then Namor. Namor's going to be interesting. If 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 he's really good, I think this has the chance to be top five six marvel and movie? again i wonder if and and ryan coogler did such a good job with this with killmonger but is namor technically a bad guy see i think he's not i think he's going to start out so as either. sort of the villain to everybody in wakanda but then there's going to be sort of a oh shit i kind of get your point and well I, yeah eventually they're going to be either friends or they're going to be at least have an understanding by the end i think so you, you read all these trailer breakdowns and stuff and people obviously speculate on like what this the point of the movie is going to be and I think one of the great things that someone brought up is that, like, what if by T'Challa saying that, like, you know, basically outing Wakanda to the world mm -hmm. and having Namor being like, well, now you fucked us because now we have to do this, too. Like, yeah, I like that one. That was yeah. pretty good. And they're like, yeah, because we've been living in secret for a long time. And, and also, you brought us into this. Yeah. Uh, mutant. We're getting mm -hmm. mutant. And even though, again, we've sort of alluded to, we've tiptoed around it, Ms. Marvel dropped a little mutant nugget in there. There's obviously going to be uh, Wolverine in two years joining, but all this, but looks like Namor confirming mutant in this as well. But I, I also said too, on, on the, I believe that Namor is the first Marvel mutant, not chronologically, but he is the first Marvel mutant yeah, he is. that was published. Yeah. Yep. First, first mutant for sure. Yeah. Ow uh that looks good something that looks like it's having a hard time getting off the ground right now is the film blade like blade, how though well uh apparently the script stinks Mahershal ali is upset and they hired a director who after one week on the job quit well i then we were talking about it with the other like last week too i think didn't they keep pushing it back too and then they were going to push it back again and then Tariq, i forget the name of the i forget director. the name of the director was just like you know fuck it i'm not they basically kept him under thumb for like two years like and kept pushing the project back pushing it back and he's like i got other stuff i can do like yeah no this you. this is not a good sign anytime you have the director the or who's now out but the lead and then they're probably going to bring in an, either a new writer or ask the writer to rewrite it like it seems like this is a disaster and this there's no disaster. way 
I don't think they can pull a good movie out of this unless they really push it, which sucks. And then you might lose Mahershala Ali if you're like, hey, we're actually not going to make this for another three years. He's like, well, I'm very busy. I am. I'm not doing this. I'm a legit good actor. Yeah. Like I'm not you're not tying me like I'm putting leaving money on the table. The more I'm fucking around with you, like I'm leaving money on the table. This sucks butts because I want to see this movie. I this is probably the movie I wanted to see the most. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah but now alas we are without a blade movie where are you out on she hulk you, you enjoying the she hulk experience i'm an though? episode behind but i gotta tell you i love seeing patty harrison in yeah. uh, in a cameo she was great yeah. she was yeah. super funny she was pretty um good. you know and i i that's the last episode i saw I, I know that i'm not stupid i'm smarter than you which she played that character essentially. In I think the show's Hulk. fine. It's one of those it's things fine. where it's like you gotta kind of know what it is. You you can scoop up some of those Easter eggs, put them in a basket, and then go about your day. It's not going to be groundbreaking. I think Tatiana Muslani is good. Yes. She's, she's I like her. She Hulk. I wish the CGI was better because it is a little off putting when she's like she's walking like this, and you're like, who the fuck went? But I also think She Hulk should be bigger and like more kind of menacing, more jacked. Yeah, I I, I would have liked to have seen her be a little bit more hokey. Yeah. Um, but I do like, like you said, mindless is the wrong word, but it's not as like intense. It's nice. It's a nice little show. It's um, a show. It's a show. It's, it's, it's twenty five minutes. You're gonna watch it. I'm gonna keep watching it. I'm gonna finish it. We'll probably do a standalone on it. But it's mm -hmm. not like if some oh, like like if a fan of the MCU, but not like as diehard as you and I are, mm -hmm. are like, should I watch She Hulk? I'd be like. Oh, do you have do you have other shows on your plate? Then probably not. But if you if you're looking for a show, you can rip through it and then go go for it. Like the one thing that pissed me off. This is a minor spoiler. Yeah, minor spoiler. Well, he was in the trailer, so we knew Daredevil was going to be in this. Uh -huh. And then there was a reveal at the end of one of the episodes. There's like a Daredevil helmet, and you're like, all right, you move to the edge of your seat. You're like here comes Daredevil. And now there's been two fucking episodes where they don't even mention Daredevil. Not let alone does he, do we not even see him? They don't even yeah, mention him. Yeah, we mentioned it, but it's nice. It's a nice little nod for us that you know maybe he's coming and all. Yeah, I guess he's coming time. at the end. So I guess and that's and that's fine. I just um like you said, that's that's annoying too. And then they keep saying they keep doing like these cameos and stuff. And the Megan the Stallion cameo kind of bothered me a little bit, but I like Megan. Um, it's a, I do too, but like it's just a night. It's a, it's a little show that like you, you turn yeah. your brain off and it's it's fun. Yeah, you know, have some fun with this. You know, have, fun. have a chuckle. I loved the uh. Oh, what the fuck was her name? Was it Madison with a Y and like two N's mm -hmm. or two N's and a Y and it's not where you think yeah. it is? Hilarious. Her and Wong, great. Just her Wong getting just that. getting wasted with Wong. It, love yeah. it. I love that. Watching their shows. It's great. Uh, I'm an episode back on Andor. I know you and I kind of disagreed after the first. You really liked the first three. I was kind of like, this is fine also. Did you, have you, are you caught up? Uh, I've seen the first three episodes. I think I saw the last one I saw was the one where... Um, Stellan Skarsgård shows up and takes him. Um, so that was the third. Is that the third episode? Oh, that might be I might be an episode behind. I'm a, I'm definitely an episode behind as well. Okay. So um, I, I, I really do like this show. And I think that it's a nice change of pace um, Yeah, from Star Wars. And I, I, I think if you're on the fence about it, my sense is that you'll come around on it. That it's going to be something you'll actually yeah. dig. And not, to, not to brag and say that I'm, um, you know, better than everybody else but my little home theater setup in mm -hmm. here with the surround sound which was not part of should i have bought this and the, the big screen tv in the setup makes a show like this even better like i feel yeah. like if i was watching this on a shit tv or like on my phone i'd be like all right whatever but watching it with the full blown surround sound it looks awesome so like my criticism of she hulk looking kind of wonky then you jump over to andor and you're like this is badass like the right. scenes the sounds everything about andor is really good with and that. i love the the practical effects i mean you don't it makes it so much better it makes it feel so much more star wars mm -hmm. with like the practical creatures and like all that stuff, and the droids yeah. like it makes it feel much more star wars to me which is, which is yeah. what i've been missing you know what i was thinking about the, uh, the other day in this not to go down a whole path but you know, you're like you're like Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars has so many weird creatures, and like some of these other movies that have weird creatures. If you really think about in the world that we live in today, mm -hmm. like we share the world with an elephant. Like, think about what a fucking elephant is. A fucking giraffe, for God's sake. Giraffe. These are weird creatures where we've just come to sort of rationalize in our mind. Yeah. But a 
fucking elephant is like two tons. It's got a big dangly like dick nose. Yeah, it's real fucking weird. It's really weird. I don't think people talk about it enough. I, that's a good point. Like there are so many animals, like an angler fish, this like monstrous looking fish with a light on its fucking head. Like that's terrifying. Oh yeah, don't even get me started on the uh, underwater creatures. That's because we don't even know. Animals. And no. you know what's fucked more fucked up? We don't even know what's down there, really. No. And so my dad was a deep sea diver for a long time. He's like a commercial diver and all this yeah. shit he did before I was born. And he's like, you're down there and there's different fucking sh stuff that comes out at night. So there's like night fish that are out hanging about and like doing their thing. So like when most people do their dives and you see all like this stuff, that's all like those are day fish. Then there's like night fish and night creatures that come out. And he's like, yeah, he's like, they don't even know what's down there. Like, there's so many things they haven't even discovered yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, how much of the ocean have we discovered? Like, 10%? Like, yeah, there's barely. so much shit that we don't even know is barely. down there. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the one thing I do know is The Last of Us, one of the great video games oh. of all time. And we got a trailer, full-on full on trailer for HBO. I don't think there's a release date as of yet. They keep It just said the year. It just said 2023, yeah. but it didn't say the year. But, Man. my God, this is going to be so goddamn good. This is going to be so good. Now, so good. This is going to be one of those things. You know how when you get to like Harry Potter, there's the, wow, the book was better, or they did this in the mm -hmm. book. We are now going to be of the, well, the video game did this. So it's going to be an interesting experience to watch this with somebody or to talk to somebody that never played the video game and is just taking in the story as it, as it is versus people who have spent hours and hours and hours with the characters like you and I. Yeah, you know? and the other thing that like, my i got goosebumps like my hair stood up on end when i heard the clicker noise oh yeah i yep. was like Ugh. like i froze like i was like don't yeah. move like I, yeah it was That's like oh. it's, they look great it sounds yeah. great i love how they do the thing with the um like the dust yeah like the spores like Just i thought i thought that was look. yeah this it's gonna be so, so cool. good and like the fact that it's hbo like you feel like all right you're in good hands like and i was gonna like, pick this up you'd yeah. be a little worried this is yeah if like tnt or like spike picked it up i'd be like mm, or like um <laughs> but the one thing that bothers me is the character played by nick offerman like the guy who played him is like a legit actor like why don't you just why don't you just cast that guy yeah maybe they like nick offerman I don't know. It was the guy he was in. Um, I forget who. Uh, I forget his name. He's been in a bunch of shit. He was in the Night was, Fire. No, but I think he was in The Walking Dead. Um, All right. Walking Dead's had a lot of characters. <laughs> Walking Dead's been going on a long time. By the way, that's coming back soon. Um, Final episodes of The Walking Dead coming back this month. Is it coming back this month? Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, excited. Shit. What was the guy's name? That's going to drive me nuts. I know that, like, is it Owen? Owen Wilson. Owen Lars. Let me see. Owen. Owen, Owen Hart. It wasn't Owen Moore. To the pod. <laughs> You're killing me right now. Owen Daniels from a tight end of the Texans. I forget. The guy who owns the garage is who I'm thinking of, and I can't remember his name right now. All right. Forget it. Hey, Move on. Uh, did you see this information? So, obviously, the big story in the NFL the last week was two attack of Viola, getting a concussion, misdiagnosed, and then he ends up coming back in that game, and he plays four days later and then gets fucking demolished. He gets absolutely yeah. starched, Yep, as we call yeah. it, where he's throwing up gang signs. Like Hard to watch. Dude, yeah. that's brutal. Like, that is your... Yeah. I, I don't mean to, like, make a joke of it, but, like, the... Din, 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 that's, like, the windows. Like, your brain is just shutting off. It was out. And then, yeah. so, he went to the hospital, and then he ended up flying back on the team plane. One of the anecdotes that Mike McDaniel, the head coach of the Dolphins, said was that... Tua was acting like Tua. He was in good spirits, and the two of them actually watched MacGruber and laughed all the way home. MacGruber, he has a drink or two each night, but it doesn't affect his job. MacGruber, that guy's a social drinker. MacGruber, that's one hundred percent real. That's a real thing that happened. If your brain is on, then you know that like MacGruber's funny. Then you're probably fine. I was gonna say that would be actually my concussion test: is you show me MacGruber and I don't laugh. And you're like, you're yeah, fucked up. Fucked. This guy's got scrambled eggs up there. He's gotta, fucked. <laughs> we gotta figure this out. I like Diego Betty's and Bunch and Mox. All right, was, it, was it the show or the movie? The didn't, movie. Didn't it's what it sound like. Sound like the movie. Yeah, sound like the movie. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, what do you have? Well, we have some big news, but we also have some 
other news, some litigious news. You know, I love a good ta- daytime, uh, a good daytime court show. Of course, everybody's suing everybody mm-hmm. in the video game world right now. So we have uh, PlayStation's now suing Xbox over their recent acquisition of like, um, like Bethesda and like Activision, like all these things, because they're feeling it's going to hurt the gamers, like at large. So like the the, the oh, you know really? the real ham and eggers, the real you know. The lunchbox steves like whatever you call it like they're they're really hurting us yeah. so playstation is actually trying to stop that sale wow in other suing news so right. the, remember we talked last time with the leak of the grand theft auto 6 footage the yes. alpha footage of that yeah, so yeah that yeah. It turns out that that was a 17 year old kid in yeah. the united kingdom who's now being sued by rockstar games crazy which crazy. he should be like you know better than that right um you'll like this one so yep. Uh, WWE 2K, right? Um, they are currently they were currently sued and lost to a tattoo artist, the tattoo artist of Randy Orton. Oh yes, I heard about this one. Yeah, so and she actually from- won. Wow. So so it was her stuff that and they offered her initially four hundred and fifty dollars to use her work in the game as like a purchasable item, like for your character, you can put like Randy Orton tattoos on yourself. Yeah, she said no for four hundred fifty bucks, and then the court it. The, she only got, I think she got three thousand seven hundred fifty dollars in damages, which is not a ton of money, but you got to figure it kind of opens the door now. For like every time they do characters like Madden or like sports games or whatever, they have their real tattoos, right? Yeah. Now tattoo artists can like get paid on that. Interesting. Right? Yeah, that's a weird one. Randy Orton, by the it's way, super badass. weird tattoos. The skulls. The skulls, oh, he's got like tribal things, and she did them yeah. all. So she's now suing wow. them because they didn't get her permission to use them because technically it's her art. How do you like that? How do you like that? Um, so cool news. I think Modern Warfare 2, they were showing the game footage. They're actually gonna have you can play in third person, which I don't uh-huh. know why that is, but think of like Gears of War. Like I'm much better at shooters in third person than I am in first person. Yeah. I like being able to see things around me. I think that's I like the option. Yeah, that's good. I like the option, but that's that's kind of a reason to do that. And Richard. It's a sad day. It's a bad but day. But it's a good, it's a sad day. It's a bad day, but it's also a good day. Oh, good. The month of January, Richard, is named yeah. after the Roman god Janus, who is the god of doorways. Obviously. He's also the god of beginnings and endings. He has two faces, one looking forward, one looking back. Or even the Romans and Greeks. Thank you. I was waiting for you to drop that. As is the case, today was the very last day you could play Overwatch. You're going to have problems, just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. I heard about this. But starting tomorrow, you can now play Overwatch 2, which we are very excited to do. I will be taking some time out of my day tomorrow. I'll give you on Twitter. I'll give you my initial impressions. Stream it. It's going to be great. Stream it. I haven't haven't done that in a hot minute, my man. But I might do it just to see see what's going on. You can stream it. You do a little walkthrough. You can do it on the YouTube channel if you want. Fun little first impression action, right? So it might be something. But like... I'm glad that you know we had our time five six years with Overwatch. Holy and now we're, smokes! What a blast! We, we put a lot of it's been a lot of good times, and here's to many more good times in the future. Um, and to tell to tell all the people um, who have stuck with us, I'm making a change in my. I'm probably going to go healer or tank. No more DPS for me. All right, I'm just going to be know. as helpful as I can. Good to know. Helpful yeah. guy. I appreciate that, Ryan. Thank you very much. Appreciate uh, you. For the video game minute. That's very, very, very good stuff. All right. You ready for the uh, the topic du jour, Ryan? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. Y'all ready for bisque? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today it is House of the Dragon, episode six and seven. So we welcome back into the program. The guy. Guys, what's only, going on? The only no. member of the Greg Hill show I did not meet at the Man. current Jake Owen concert. It was it was a bummer. I was very sick. I was dealing with a sinus infection. I actually had to call out sick from work, uh, and uh, I am I'm still dealing with the remnants, hacking up a lung every single morning. I will tell you this. I will tell you this, Christopher. I have had two sinus infections in my life. I'm 41 years old, and both times, both times, I rarely get sick. Um, I thought I was going to die, both times. Yeah, I uh, I kept testing myself, assuming it was COVID. It was not. It was a sinus infection, and it was worse than having COVID. Yeah. I was I couldn't breathe. I was awake half the night coughing. It was miserable. You go down to tie your shoes, and like the pressure gets in your head. You feel like you're gonna pass out. I went to just let my dog out to pee, and I, I was out of breath. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. 
Anyway, um, that's sick. That's us in sickness news. Yep. <laughs> WebMD with hashtag dork. <laughs> hey, House of the Dragon, episode six and seven. It's a 10 episode season, as we know. And there's also a massive time jump. So between episodes five and six, we jumped 10 years, meaning we swapped out a lot of actors, actresses for new ones playing the same characters. Before we dive into each episode and we get to spoilers, Shime, thoughts on the new actors that we got introduced to the last couple episodes uh i think they're pretty awesome uh rhaenyra and allison in particular i, I think allison's new character new uh, actress is fantastic she yes. is phenomenal um i I, I think lanor's is kind of a good uh good jumping off point for him i think rhaenyra's is overall pretty good uh so i actually really like a lot of the um a lot of the time jump characters dave i will tell you who i don't like i don't like them kids fuck them kids I don't them like the kids. kids. I don't know kids. Mm. Hence yeah, the reason for the kids. time jump. Because somebody was asking me, they're like, ah, do you like the time jump? Is there, is it, do you need to do the time jump? Why don't you just tell the story? Because basically what they're saying is, oh yeah, in 10 years, not a whole lot happened. Which I think is also fine to say that, but you needed these, what is it? Six, seven kids to kind of get in the mix. And that's what the rest of this series I think is going to be about, right? Is like mm-hmm. the fight over those kids. Yeah, so I'm you get, go. Sorry. So you get Damon's two kids, Rhaenyra's three kids. Yeah, and now Allison's two, three kids, three kids. Yes. She's got that. Yeah, she's got okay, the daughter so as well. Seven, eight. One's a baby, but it's eight total. Yeah, yeah. So Olivia Cook, who plays Allison, we had mentioned a couple episodes ago. She was in that show Bates Motel that I ended up kind of liking. I watched all, I think, like five seasons of it. That's the first time I saw her, and then she's popped up in a couple other things, including The Sound of Metal. So she's great. Like she's a, she's a great actress. I agree. I think she's probably the best addition to the cast. And it's too because the Allison before was really good. Actually, they've they've all been pretty good, to be honest. Like I have no problem with any of the actors or actresses or anything like that. So yeah, new actors are good. It's weird. I can't remember a show doing this with so many new actors playing the same thing within a season like this. Like it's kind of an odd thing. Yeah, it's a very different uh tact, if you will, but uh I, I like it so far. So hopefully yeah. things continue in that direction. All right, episode six was entitled The Princess and the Queen. And so right out of the shoot, this is how you get introduced to the new characters and the time jump. So 10 years jumps by. Rhaenyra now is given birth to three boys, Jaceris, Luceris, and Joffrey. I believe if I'm saying them right. That is so correct. J- Jace, Luke, and Jeff. Jace, Luke, and Jeff, yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, she calls them Jace and Luke, right? She does. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And Joff. Yeah, it's tough. Now Jeff. none of them have. My name is Jeff. And my name is Jeff. Oh, shit, I have that. <laughs> that one is. My name is Jeff. None of them have the silver hair, which you get in both the Targaryen and the Valyrian family. It's a dominant gene. For it them. is a dominant gene. They all have it. None of her three kids have it. And remember when they first did the with the preview for episode six, I was like, "Well, Sir Kristen Cole, maybe they're keeping that thing going." Turns out not the case she's looking up with sir harwin um but what do you guys think of this so basically the the king viserys has to kind of know but this is sort of a theme now like don't call shit out on my daughter like of course those kids are there who they say they are don't do did but everybody else that's is like there's no way these are the kids and this is like one of the big kind of plot points i feel like going forward for the next four or five episodes yeah, it's kind of wild. Like it, everybody can see it. Literally, you can just tell. Like that hair alone is like the 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 line of demarcation. Is like, oh, clearly they're not, you know, Lenor's kids. Like it's a, they're not half black, and b, none of them have white hair. So it seems pretty obvious that they're not Lenor's kids. But the king like refuses to admit that his daughter could do anything wrong. And this is the hard fantasy version of me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> is basically what this boils down to. <laughs> like, what? These, these are my kids. My no, grandmother's half Italian. <laughs> what's weird is, like, wouldn't one of her kids at least have Rhaenyra's hair? I feel like it's just bad luck to have so, three straight. So they make it a point of this to tell you, like, in the original Game of Thrones series, how, like, Stark hair is the dominant gene. So, like, any Stark children will always have, like, that black brownish hair, that dark hair. And so that's the reason Jon Snow, uh, a, a child of a Stark and a Targaryen, is born with dark hair because that Stark gene overtakes everything. And so oh. there's just certain families who have these uh-huh. identifiable characters that overtake it all. So maybe the strong family potentially. Correct. 
Has that? Okay, that's interesting. Also has strong genes. Mm. Well played. There you go. Now, Davey, I thought this was uh, pretty telling in episode six. So we find out that Damon and Elena are together. And we kind of yes. they, they tease that in episode five. But now we know mm. that they're together. They have two daughters, and Lena is pregnant once again. She has trouble in birth, which unfortunately is sort of a theme of the show. Um, but the side by side of when both Viserys and Damon are told that like things aren't going well, Viserys says, Will the kids survive? And Damon says, Will the mother survive? Yes, and it is the same exact that they have to make the same exact decision. Mm-hmm. And I think Damon, he never said, does he say it? But he's leaning towards his wife. Wife, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, for, for sure. And like, so the guy who was sort of billed as one of the villains or like sort of a bad guy, or at least some of the actions that he's made make you have to think that he's a bad guy. In this moment, he is so much of a better person than Viserys. And I know Viserys is up against it and he's trying to get a son, but still like the fuck, buddy. Whereas also, like, Damon, yeah, it's, it's right. also a way for them to show like the evolution of Damon's character. Right. Cause Damon was such a, such a prick early on. And yeah. then like, he finally has someone in his corner that he trusts and he's like, I don't want to lose her. Like do you do whatever you can to save her. And uh, so that doesn't quite work like out. Her? Like, did, does he love her? Which is something that Rhaenyra asks him in the next episode. But as I'm watching this unfold, you're like, you're like, all right, this is clearly a relationship for power. This is a relationship like he sees them as a strong house. He sees her as a strong person, dragons, the whole nine. But then in that moment, you're like, you know what? He actually might like her. That. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing. I think he enjoys like being around her. Yeah, it, almost as if it's like he's what he thinks being married to Rhaenyra would be like in mm. a way um, mm. because she is pretty, she is, you know, yeah. and she keeps talking about wanting to die a dragon rider's death and she's pretty badass. And what a way to go out, by the way, having yes. your own dragon, just like cook you. That was Roasted. wild. By pretty the way, badass. Biggest, biggest dragon in the world. And if you uh, go back to like episode two of the series, she was actually the young girl that they were going to marry to Viserys, right? Yes. yes. And when and and she's talking about like she doesn't have a dragon yet, but she's like aware of like this really big dragon type thing. And then you fast forward, and she has is it Vagar, I think. Yep, Vagar, who's the yep. biggest dragon in the all the realms. And it's not she close. Has, it's yeah, not close. It's that thing is a dude behemoth. And he, she's like, just go ahead and smoke me out, and he did, and he didn't want to at first. He's like, I, I love know. how he kind of the face of the dragon kind of changes. Like, are you sh- really? I don't want. Like, to He do wouldn't this. do it at first. But you're telling me to so and I like would. and the other thing too with damon is we know he has his um his getting hard problem and clearly yeah. that wasn't an issue if he now has two daughters with her and so right. like it, i think that also kind of tips you off to the fact that oh they actually had like a special relationship i don't know if he's in love with her or whatever he said they were happy enough and to me that indicates that damon was actually very happy with her we'll get to her funeral because that kicks off episode seven here in a second but back to episode six uh, you find out that like Sir Kristen Cole is so in the bag for Allison, completely 100% on her side. He has gone the other way. Meanwhile, we learn that Sir Harwin is the one that has fathered all of Rhaenyra's babies. And there's clearly like everybody knows it's sort of like an unspoken thing until it's not. And then Harwin and Cole have their little bit of Cole kind of, you know, goads uh, Harwin into like fighting him, punching him in the, in the face. That ends up being a whole thing to the point where Sir Lionel Strong has to resign as hand. Viserys rejects it, but he allows him to go back to uh, Hall with Harwin. But that really just becomes a fucking disaster. But they've kept it a secret for like 10 years, if you think about it that way. Like, they did a pretty good job of, like, fooling everyone. I put fooling in quotes, but they they got away with it for a while. But ultimately, it just kind of ran its course. It's also kind of funny, too, that Kristen Cole would have gotten his ass beat uh, as badly as he beat... Um the night of uh, kisses uh, oh, yeah. if it wasn't for other king's guard queen's guard uh, around because harwin strong would have beat his ass you think he would have killed him oh yeah Har- all right so we asked this question about damon before when he ran through everybody on the beach that one day sir harwin in the mix like when we've done our best one-on-one fighters in game of thrones sir harwin up there you think shame at this time it is said in the books, I, I think multiple times, Harwin Strong might be the best knight in the realm. Oh. Oh, my. Yeah. He's not anyone to monkey with. No, no. I would say yeah. not. Who was your top guy from the Game of Thrones 
serious because we talked about this. This was like an early episode, Davey, of the podcast. Actually, maybe Shark was on. We did like a, mm-hmm. uh, if it was a Tekken style tournament with everybody from the show, you know, guys like the Mountain, Robert Baratheon, like take them in their prime. I still, I always lean towards Dario Naharis because I feel like he was so clean and just fucking like never, you never felt worried about him. Uh, Oberyn was another guy that got a lot of love. That was my, I would be my yeah. pick was Oberyn Martell. Yeah. Wow. A good, a good poisoning, you know? Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I do like Dario Naharis as well. Yeah. My, my guy's the hound. I, I think he's not afraid to play dirty, but at the same time could just kick just about anybody's ass. Except the mountain. Didn't Arya get the best of them though? Not really. Well, she's nothing. She's she is not really. Yeah. Um, we get the mountain out here crushing people's sky. Not zombie mountain, like real and, mountain. Well, and he oh. went toe to toe with zombie mountain. Yeah, yeah. No, like, he he held his own there. Uh, Jamie Lannister, can he go in his prime? Jamie Lannister might win. Actually, I think the guy who wins probably in their prime is probably Sir Barristan Selmy. We only see him when he's old, but he like might it. be one of the greatest fighters in Westerosi history. Interesting. Yeah, it's... who's embarrassed and tell me? Oh, okay, I know who that is. Yeah, the Kingsguard guy who resigned and then joins yeah. with Daenerys. That's a deep pull. I had to find yeah. old head. I had to go look and look that one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think Jake and Hagar would be the best in a like non like one like one on one. I think it might be tough for him. He's more of like a assassin. Like yeah, up. like if you're in an arena, Jake Jack and Hagar, or even like your uh, Dario Naharis's might not fare as well as you'd think but if you can have some guerrilla warfare uh then they are probably pretty pretty damn good if someone asked me if we had to take over i could pick one person and we'd like we had to find our way into westeros and onto the iron throne i would pick jack and hagar for sure yeah i think you'd be able to to you'd be able to hide there long enough and kind of Mm -hmm. move move in the right direction move my pieces on the board we'll get that you you know we'll get there yeah i agree Oh, give me him. Way. Give me him, and give me uh, um, the eunuch as well. I can't, I can't think of Lord Varys. I can't think Varys. of names right now. I'm I'm my I'm fried right well, now. Varys, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Too much fucking shit on me. I can't breathe. Hang in there. You're good. <laughs> All right. So we also get maybe the new big villain of the show, Laris Strong. The the yes. strong house and Sean was on this a couple weeks ago. The strong house is an interesting ones because you get the new hand of the king, you get Harwin, who's even a bigger and more important character than we ever thought, because he is the father of all of Rhaenyra's kids and maybe the best fighter at this time. But then you have you get, you get old uh you get old Laris kind of like sidling up. He he's the little finger, really, of this whole yep. thing. And he is with Allison, and Allison's like I just wish my dad was still the hand. And Lars is like, got it. He goes, finds a couple of couple of criminals. Then they go light a fire. And next thing you know, his brother and dad are dead. And so now Hand of the King is dead. Rhaenyra's husband, or not husband, but Rhaenyra's baby daddy gone. And even Allison. Now, Allison claims that she's like, this isn't what I wanted. Do you guys believe that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think this is necessarily exactly what she wanted. Like, she never outright said, like, I want these guys dead. She would have been perfectly fine with Lionel Strong, like, not being hand anymore, being like, hey, I can't do this, Viserys, let me leave. Viserys saying yes, and Otto coming back. And if she, and if the, the Strongs just went back to Hall, she'd be fine with that, because then her dad's back, and, and that's all she would necessarily wanted. But knowing that Viserys wouldn't allow Lionel Strong to give up his position as hand, uh, the only way to get Otto back was uh, a little bit of underhanded murder. And I would like to say Laris is effing tapped. This guy is oh, yeah. nuts. But oh, also, yeah, yeah. also, that was his way of being like, no, no, like, this is what you wanted. And she's like, I didn't ask you to do that. And he's like, nah, didn't you know? Now you now you owe me because if you don't do what I asked. And he's like, well, if you don't do it. And to quote Dennis Reynolds, because of the implication. That if you don't do now what I want you to do, I'm going to tell people that you did this. Oh, see, I disagree. I don't think that's what he's trying to do. Oh. I think I think he is so enamored with the queen. He's willing to do anything that she asks and go even farther beyond what she asks. Well, he did. He did make a point to say, like, you owe me one. Yeah, he did. Several times. 
Yeah. Uh, you in so many words. They're just like you. I think, he just, I, I think he's very Littlefinger in that sense, where yeah. like even Littlefinger was kind of like he loved, uh, what was it Ned Stark's wife there? What, um, Catelyn. Catelyn. He like loved her, but he also was just trying to like maneuver himself into a position. But I also it's think like, Littlefinger was far more level-headed about it. You know what I mean? Like he well, was no, far guy, more tempered. Yeah. I would use the word, yeah, measured. He was a little bit measured. more measured with it. Like he, he was, and he wasn't yeah. as cruel. And like Laris is got a little Ramsey Bolton to him too. Yes, like Littlefinger Ramsey Bolton hybrid is what yeah. you got with this guy. But pretty crazy about like the even so, like his brother and his father, and he's like because even then it's like all right, what's really it's sort of a long con for him. So it's not like all of a sudden that one move turns this guy into a position of power. He, he's still waiting on these like return favors, which may, may or may not happen. The it long was, game. It, is. it was weird too. Cause like the episodes prior, it seemed like him, his brother and his dad had a good relationship. Like they had, thought, they had a move for power together where it's like, all right, Lionel's the hand. This guy is now this kind of like whisper, master of whispers guy. And Harwin is like the most badass knight in the realm. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he goes and offs his dad and his brother. Like that, I, yeah, that made that no a, sense to me. I think that was one of my questions uh, last episode. Was like, are all the strongs kind of like in it together, or is there like feel like Jesus Christ, this guy's well, the, not crazy. to uh, not to always sunny it again, but you had the brains, the the brawn, and the wild card. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all ready to go. You know, He's the wild card, all right. Wild card, bitches. That was a, he could have done that with the fire. Just yelled wild card, bitches, and just jumped out. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then the end of this episode, Rhaenyra moves back to Dragonstone along with Lanor and Lanor's dude, Sir Carl. Sir Carl. <laughs> Sir Carl. Carl with a Q. With a Q. <laughs> it's so dumb. All right. So episode seven now is entitled Driftmark. Uh, you get Lady Lena's funeral and uh, her Aegon there, uh, one of Allison's kids, just getting hammered. Like he's oh, getting this hammered. kid. Oh, this kid is after. a piece of work. He's real he's gem. This kid, Joffrey. like he's a piece of shit. He's I love how he keeps talking about how he's like a ladies' man. Like, I like long limb things too. Like you, are, this is what these kids are so fucking creepy so looking weird. too. All of oh, them, so creepy, gross. How about uh, the sea snake with maybe the line of the season where he says, "Quote: History does not remember blood; it remembers names." Now, Shyam, I don't want you to spoil stuff for people who haven't read the book. So maybe let me start with you, Davy, here first. From the Game of Thrones run that we saw, mm -hmm. I feel like the name Strong, the name Hightower, and the name Valerian aren't really talked about much. My not run. not players. They yeah. are not in the in the Westeros that we came to know first. Yeah. They are not big players. I was. I don't remember the name Hightower coming. I, again, they might have mentioned it. They might. I think I read. It. I think I read the first Game of Thrones book. And those names are mentioned, mm -hmm. but they're not ever, they're not a Lannister. They're not. No. You know. And that was sort of my take was like, all right, looking at like who the power players are and obviously Targaryens. It's a show about Targaryens and Targaryen. Mm -hmm. It continues to be a show about Targaryens. And then they've also mentioned Baratheon. They've also mentioned Lannister. They've also mentioned Aaron, like all these names we know, and they still are big power players. But mm -hmm. Sean, am I wrong in saying that like, it's interesting that he put it that way when you have three or four pretty pretty well-off families right now and houses right now where 150 years from now, it seems like they're not in the same position that they are today. Yeah, in, in the game of th the original Game of Thrones, we only heard the name Hightower and Strong because they're just kind of like uh, supporting families, right? I think the Hightowers are under the Tyrells and the Strongs, I want to say, are under like the... Um, uh, Catelyn's family, uh, the Tullys. Oh, Tullys. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the Tullys. Yeah. And, yep. and so I, 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 I'm pretty sure those are those are where they're at. But they're like again, a farm they're system. not. Yeah, they're not major houses. And then on top of that, the Valerians. You never heard that name before this show. Like you, that's oh, a, that's a again. name you never heard about. It's crazy. Um, and what I was gonna say, it's like almost not Premier League soccer. They've been relegated. They're in like the bottom. Yes, they're like the B exactly. teams. Like yeah, and I. It's funny to me that that happens like 150 years is a long time, but like to get kind of wiped out like that is not a lot of time. No. And it's fun to, like, to think about how these families can like come and go, like how they mm -hmm. fall in favor, out of favor with different whoever the king is. 
you mm-hmm. know, and how they align themselves, like that could help them. And it's interesting to see like a house like the Baratheons were clearly in such great power now, like in 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 the time of Rhaenyra and them, because like their ancestors were major houses at this point, and how that continues throughout time, and then Robert mm-hmm. eventually will ascend the throne. I how was it? Um, yeah. The Martells are still Dorn, right? Yeah, so Dorn yeah. right now is still kind of its own thing. Like it's as I think we said this once before. It's basically Florida. They're kind of doing their own thing. No, but it's like it's also like it's still the name Martell still comes up. Yes, when talking yep. about Dorn, exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to look for it now. I found on Twitter somebody posted this map of like Westeros mm-hmm. and then where the house banners are. Yes, have you seen that thing? It's yep. fucking insane. It's like every single house and like where it is. I was gonna pull it up. Ah, fucking. Maybe next episode, I'll I'll have it ready. Oh, I got one here. Let's it's see. It's just crazy. Oh, it's nuts. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, it's so nuts. many. It's like they all the banners, but it's like, but it's also pretty good. Like, because you know where like the main ones are, right? Like, we know where Stark is. We know where like Mar- Martell is. We know where Lannister is. But anyway, it was, it was a pretty good visual to take a look at. Oh so. my god, I'm looking at it right now. It's crazy. There's like a thousand of these things. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll put it in the chat if everyone wants to see it. Um. The other so you thing, can share too, your screen, I think, if you want, or you can pull it up here with whatever. I can, I, yeah, it's it's so basically like you have the north, which is pretty spread out, like you could yeah. see, and then once you get below, I believe it's House Reed, it's just an absolute mess. Yeah, it's <laughs> like wild. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, my house right there, I see it, Bear Island, where I would be in Mormont, right on a lake. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. north, that's right, that's where I belong. Uh huh. Yes, you would. Yep, and then uh. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Ooh. Oh, is this what it is? Oh, I think I may have found it. All right, anyway, no, no, no we'll, we'll we'll save it for another time. We don't get distracted. But anyway, I love yeah. that. I love that line by uh, Valerian. And as he's saying it, you're like, all right, buddy. I think this is going to be the end of you. Now, Rhaenyra and Damon. We finally get that. Now, um, Rhaenyra obviously is still with her husband at this moment, but Damon's wife died. They just were at her funeral. By the way, pretty interesting. Like how uh, they will shoot their dead into the water whereas like so it's like really a, a difference right you have like the fire family in the targaryens and then you have the water family in the valyrians they shoot uh lena into the water but rhaenyra and daemon they hook up they bone get it on. Yeah, That's they do. it's yeah. still gross though not it's not nice kind of gross well, it was funny i was thinking about when he when they were talking about in the hall and they were talking about them being los bastardos i was thinking like why doesn't she just have it in my own head i'm like why doesn't you just have a kid with damon and then just put that puts it to bed right there now she probably will yeah now she will she probably gonna is what is my, is my yeah. she gonna she gonna try yep. she gonna she gonna try they already so tried. somebody so i was talking to somebody about there was like, someone shared something with instagram i mean this i'm going somewhere with this but like when people say when people are like attempting to have a child and they announce it to like a room, room full of people that they're you're, trying you're to have a baby. Are you still, the, in my, you're still in my line. That's your line. This was my whole bit. I said, if I was a stand-up comedy, I would, I would, I would have, this is my whole line about how it's someone so just sent this to me the other day. Like you just basically oh. like, I'm just pumping loads. And all right. Yeah, you said, you're a fucking asshole. No, you, I said on the no, 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 I'm not an <laughs> asshole. I'm not an asshole. This happened to me yesterday. Someone put it on TikTok. Like they right stole. After. Guess what? They, stole they probably stole it. from me. They probably stole I, it from you. I have four jokes. I could probably do a tight five if I was ever asked to do stand-up comedy. And one of my jokes was how it's socially acceptable to be even talking to your grandmother and say, "Hey, we're trying to have a baby." Right. But if you said like, "I'm nutting in her without a condom," people would be like, "What?" I'm like, just pumping yeah. loads. Pumping loads everywhere. She's off the pill, and I'm coming deep inside. But same thing. You're you thick in the warm. Yeah, no, you put a thick in the. I, I love the thick in the warm too, but you are rich. You are absolutely right. My you God did say joke. that, and I had forgotten about it. Yeah, but someone sent me oh, someone on TikTok stole your joke. Is what is the point of that? Motherfucker, I have so yeah. I, I have a few others. One I probably is, is a little too risque. I don't think I could. Say yeah, don't do that now. Yeah, stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I'm workshopping a few other things. You never know. Whether you're called upon to do it, like. I got a good 30 okay. seconds about how dry erase markers are the prison cigarettes of the <laughs> education world. Like, oh, you want me to cover class? That's a four-pack of Expos, buddy. That's a niche. That might be a That's niche. That's a niche thing. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. teachers that would be, eat that up. That might be good at a teacher convention. It probably would be. It kills in the, in the faculty room. The chuckle hut, I don't think people would really care for that. It's <laughs> two-drink minimum at the laugh house. I don't know if they yeah. like it. might much. have to be a six-drink minimum for that one to be funny. Uh, now. 
talk about the kids. A lot of kid action in this episode, episode seven. Tons. Prince Amond, who already got kind of laughed at for not having a dragon. Oh, I think Aegon busted nuts out of his window. No, oh, Aegon. that was just ridiculous. Just, just going hard on him. Spraying himself. his sperm all across King's Landing. Uh, like, who, Homelander did that, right? Homelander did. Yeah, Homelander mm-hmm. flew to the top of like the Empire State Building or whatever. It was just like shooting loads. So, <laughs> anyway, well, that's a little crass. Um, it is what happened on these programs. So we have to talk about yes. it. Yep. And, mm-hmm. But Prince Amon's like, you know what? I need a goddamn dragon. I'm going to go get a dragon. So he goes and gets the biggest dragon who was just Lady uh, Lena's dragon. Therefore, that sets up the whole thing where Lena and Damon's kids are like, what the fuck are you doing? That's my mom's dragon. He's like, your mom's dead. Now I got this dragon. Then you have a kid fight. You have a straight up kid fight, which is all everything's having a good time. And then the next thing you know, Amon gets his eye sliced out. Just sliced out of his head. And Allison's response to that is eye for an eye. She's like, my kid lost an eye. Go take that fucking kid's eye. And so now you have a big problem here between Viserys, who's already people are already telling him, including his wife, that uh, Rhaenyra's kids aren't who they say they are. And now he's asking or now. But Allison's like, hey, go and smoke that kid's eye out. It's a debacle right now. It is. It is. The kids are starting shit, and uh, I don't think any of them are really in line for the throne or should be in line for the throne. But here's here's where we're at. What do you guys think of the of the big kid fight? Prince Amon grabbing the dragon. Everything that un- unfolded in that twenty minutes. Well, it was funny. He was such an interesting character to me when we first met him because you could tell he was the one who was being picked on and the one who was has the biggest chip on his shoulder and the one who was kind of like mentally tough. Right. These these other kids seem like so Aegon, his older brothers, clearly a good fighter, but doesn't really have any interest in any of this shit. He just wants to like drink like, and drink and, and yeah, yeah, and just like fly a dragon and be cool. Whereas and the uh obviously the um Rhaenyra's kids, Jason, Luke, are not cut out for this as they're they're probably gonna be good fighters at some point, but they're not yeah. and then Perfect. uh yeah, they're kind of they're pretty young for that whole yeah. thing. Yeah, and then you have um I bet you know, Damon's kids getting in the mix too, who are like, you know, it was good to see um, Aegon kind of pull a power move on everybody. A little bit. You know, I also, well, you also got the one scene too where Rhaenyra's son walked over to Damon's two daughters and yeah. had, because remember, she was like, they just lost their mom. You might want to say something. And he didn't know what to say, but he walked over. Well, he also goes, like, well, I just lost my dad. And she's like, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Don't you say that. Yeah. Your your dad's here. Your dad's fine. Your dad's, your dad's fine. alive. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of the power play? Uh, kids from the kids shine. Yeah, it's it's an interesting dynamic, right? So clearly, uh, Rhaenyra's kids and Damon's kids are close, like they're te- technically cousins, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and or they're supposed to be. Uh, and they they clearly have that relationship. Like I don't know which daughter it was, but grabs Jace's hands and yeah. just wants to hold his hand. Like that's it. It's like one of those quiet, unspoken things. All right, that's fine. Um, and and then they even Jace and Luke both defend uh, Damon's daughters against mm-hmm. Amon. And, and so it's this. You can clearly tell that those four get along, and it kind of also pushes you towards. It's like oh, okay, so this is one section of the Targaryen house. All of these people are united. Damon and his kids, Rhaenyra and her kids, and they're against Alicent and her kids. 100%. And then, uh, you know, sort of jumping ahead, but when Rhaenyra and Damon end up getting married, you're like, all right, their kids all get along. Like, so they're yeah, sort of taking like good. A, a powerhouse Targaryen. There's not going to be any infighting, we don't think, between them. So there's going to be the, whatever it is, the five kids. And then it's all sort of, all right, the high towers have weaseled their way in. And so, because Otto's back, he's hand again. And then he talks to Allison and he's saying how, I didn't think you had it in you. Like, I, like you going in there and slicing her up like that. Like, you know, before I didn't think we we're going to, we we're going to have this, but it's like now, like we're, we're in a good spot. So he thinks that the, like the high towers at some point are going to sort of take over. And that's kind of what we're left with. Well, it's also telling when she cuts her. Like right at the end of that, you mm-hmm. can see the way the room is set up. Who's on whose side? Like who's behind Rhaenyra and who's behind Allison? 
And it was and a the- massive move by Rhaenyra because she just like outs Allison as this manipulative, cold-hearted mm-hmm. bitch kind of. And it's like she doesn't care about anything other than her kid. Like that's all she cares. And like everybody can see exactly who you are now. And Rhaenyra's like, they still think I'm just the queen. Like they so- don't know about Rhaenyra's uh yeah. No. her her things her dalliances how does how does uh allison i know she's queen but in front of everybody viserys is like hey cut the shit and then she just goes over there and cuts rhaenyra with the same dagger by the way that uh aria yep. kills the night wa- or the the night king later on but still like you can't fucking do that can you, you can't like, do that you can't because he tells her i don't know like, twice to stand yes. down and she directly and not only that, yeah. but she goes and stabs the person who, as of right now, again, things could probably change. But if Viserys died today, and again, he looks closer and closer to death by the second. Doesn't look good. Smokes. This guy looks rough. If he if he dropped dead that moment, I know there would end up being a big fight or whatever, but Rhaenyra would be in charge. Rhaenyra is queen. Yes, she yeah. is the queen. And she would just have Allison murdered right there on the spot. But like, Alice, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. But like, I don't know how Viserys, like, doesn't Viserys, or is his bed kind of made on this? Doesn't he have to fucking stand up to Allison now? Or is he just like, he's just so, he would just rather everybody just fucking, everybody get along, everybody, everybody's fine. But it's like every, Jackie with E-L-E. Yeah. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> but everybody underneath him is fired up. Everybody's pissed. Oh, yeah. No. Well, like yeah, he not. even, he even yells about it. He's like, we're a family. Yeah. Everybody E-L-E. needs to get along. We're having fun. We're having fun. We're having a this. This was a successful family dinner. Um, no, I don't think he's long for this world, and I think he's just trying to get family around. He knows he's not. <coughs> that's why he tries to reconcile with Damon, and Damon's like, "You fucking serious? Get away from my face!" Like he threw me out. Like he His, threw me out and told me to never come back. I wonder if him seeing Damon and Rhaenyra married is just going to straight up kill him. <laughs> it's a hard maybe thing. Not, maybe, maybe not. That's a hard thing. I mean, he's the fact that he survived the ten year jump is kind of an upset. Like I don't, I was shocked. Well, by did that. you did you get the impression that in the the coming up episode that we're getting another time jump? We are. Yeah, it's like another ten years, right? I don't know if it's another Ooh, ten years, but I know it's another ten. time jump. Yeah, I mean, the kids all look older. You get uh, what's his Eamon with the eye patch on. You know, looking yeah, older. Eamon with the yeah yeah he's got the sick dragon though, and also the big part of this episode too was. They figure out a way because Rhaenyra ends up marrying Damon, but Damon's like, "Well, you can't get married if your husband is still alive." But they like Lanor. Lanor's been a good dude. And there's nothing wrong with Lanor, and so they come up with this plot to fake his death, and he basically gets what he wants. Like he now do- he didn't really want to get. He was born into this. He doesn't want to be a part of this, and so he gets to live his life. He and Carl go take a hike somewhere else. Shaves his head. You don't see the you don't see the white flowing locks anymore. But that's a pretty elaborate plan say that he's dead now his parents think he's dead so his parents are going to be steaming they just according to them or at least they think they just lost both their kids in a span of a day two days and so this is going to be interesting to see where this goes but now Rhaenyra and Damon are together do you guys think Lanor factors back into this no I think he's done really I think he he goes to Dorne and just kind of does his thing you know he just kind of lives his life with Carl with a Q and but I think he likes. I think he and Renera really like each other in the sense. But that's why he won't come back. Like I think. I think he. Like he even had that. He had the talk with her where he's like, "I haven't done my duty to you. We made this promise to each other where we would be dutiful to each other, but explore our love interests elsewhere. And I haven't done. I haven't held up my end of the bargain. And this will ultimately be him holding up his end of the bargain. Yeah. It's like this is the best way I can do duty for you. Yeah, I'll do it. And not only that, but like he's got no claim. He's got no claim to anything. So why would he come back? All right. So Sean, don't answer this because I I'm guessing this is in the books. But Davey, what do you think? Who do you think the next two people in charge will be? Because I have no idea. So, Rhaeny- so when Viserys yeah. dies, you think it'll be it'll be Rhaenyra? Okay. And, and then, when, then when she goes, who will it be? I'm guessing it would be whoever her and Damon's son is oh so all these shit kids so you don't think any of these shit kids get it nope see i wonder if one of them fucking gets their way in there because mm-hmm. i think aemon getting the biggest dragon has to play a part in this so i wonder if he gets his little ass on the throne somehow 
I don't know. I just don't think that you want a pirate king with one eye. Well, I think what the problem is, is you now have. So with the Valerians and yep. the Targaryens together, right? It's a big swing to have Vagar on one side. Yeah. But also you got the other dragons are on the other side. There's a lot of dragons. Shime, do, they, do they tell you in the books who like what the order is? I'm sure that's already all mapped out. Yeah, I don't I, I can't remember exactly uh, okay. the order, but I, w- I won't even I won't even say that. My my comment is more so the dragons. I just think it's interesting. They're like like Otto's like, oh, yeah, we have Vagar now, which is t- time worth a thousand eyes. But like at the same time, it's like, OK, so you have Vagar with some shit little kid. Mm-hmm. Aegon has some shitty ass little dragon, little and that's, dragon. That's it. Yeah. Those are the only two dragons you have. Whereas Rhaenyra has her big ass dragon. Yeah. Uh, Damon has his big ass dragon, right. and like one of Bela, sure Bela Valerion has one too. Bela Valerion has one, and uh, one of Rhaenyra's has a dragon like the same size as Aegon's. I'm like, yeah. so it's four dragons yeah. versus just one massive dragon. Basically, okay. that doesn't that doesn't seem to add up. So so basically, Otto Hightower looks at his daughter and says, "Hey." It's gonna get a little weird. <laughs> Two dragons. <laughs> Two dragons. <laughs> Come on, like, we need more than that. By the way, would the dragons fight each other, or do dragons have like a bond? I don't know. I, I I can't recall a time where dragons have ever fought each other. Because the only time um, that happened right in Game of Thrones, because it was the with Night, the zombie dragon, the Night King brainwashed one, and fucking turned yeah. it, so it wasn't like a real dragon. But like when the dragons are like real, like brothers and sisters, I feel like they're on they're on their side. They're it's dragons. more so the dragon riders that will fight, and then the but dragons that, will just kind of deal with the consequences. And I think it's like the the dragons will take out towns, not each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're or not cities. in the business of you know no. fighting each other, all that no. stuff. Anything else that we missed, Chime, before we let you go? Anything else between these two episodes you want to hit on? Uh, no, I think we we basically covered it. I'm excited uh, for the next couple episodes of what's to come. Um, and uh, this this Rhaenyra Damon marriage, it's finally here. here. It's finally happened. And now yeah. let's see what the what the hell's going to go on. Who is the Lord of the Tides? Because that is the episode title for the episode eight coming up. I believe that refers to Corliss Valerian. Uh, the Lord of Driftmark, also known as the Lord of the Tides, I is believe. He also a sea Snake. Yes. This guy's just got a fucking million. Names. Yeah, he's got a lot of nicknames. He's like Tom Brady. He's got a, a handful of different nicknames. It's like Davey is, However, here. however, yep. he is not the Prince of Tides. No, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, that's he's been not. copywritten into oblivion. You can't be that. <laughs> uh, Davey, any final thoughts on this uh, two episodes? I this show is good. It's great. It's yeah, really, it's, really it's real good. good. I'm loving where it's going. The time jumps is sort of an interesting thing. I think that's one of the big questions. Anytime you run into somebody that's watching House of Dragon, they're like, what do you think of the big time jumps? I'm like, you know what? I don't mind it because I think they're telling a story. And even with the time jumps, we're still so far away from the Game of Thrones that we all watched that like, it's not like they're sneaking up on that. Or it's not like like the Mad King isn't even going to be born for another hundred years or whatever, right? Like we're so far away from him. That like I think I, I I don't mind it. I'm good with the time jumps. All right, Shime, good stuff, my dude. We'll talk to you uh, later on. See you, boys. Have a good God night. bless. Later. All right, good stuff there from uh, Shime. Hit him up on uh, Twitter at Shime Time. Right, I think we got like one last thing left to go here. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose at this time to defend a goal. I will receive. I will take the ball. Um, I just was looking through. So we do Dorktober, but Hulu does Huluween. Yes. And it was something that we, if you are upset with the, the, this week, this week in Dork, when we talked about the Blade news, all three Blade movies are on Hulu. <gasps> um, so my favorite being Blade 2, directed by one Guillermo del Toro. Um, and the vampires there were the precursor to his in The Strain. So if you ever wanted to watch um, a Guillermo del Toro directed Horror movie, uh, Blade movie, go check out Blade 2. Good one. Yep. Good Dracula movie. Half good, Dracula. A lot good of good Draculas. Dracula. All yep. of them up in that. Um, What was the thing that I was going to say? God damn it. I just had it on the tippy, tippy of my tongue. What did I just watch? Oh, I, was, I watched the first three and a half episodes of Dahmer on Netflix. It's fine so far it's 10 episodes which seems unnecessary like 10 hour long episodes of Dahmer again one of the uh the original 
I wouldn't know if he's the original. One of the, the most famous serial killers mm. in America. Uh, Evan Peters, he's good. There's some time jumps on that, by the way. Or not time jumps, like flashbacks and stuff like that. Yeah. It's okay. Did you start it at all? Uh, my wife watched it, and she said like, it was tough. It was rough. She had to shut it off a couple times. Yeah, kind I could of a rough that. watch. I could see that. I so um, hey, I've been it? hesitant. I, I don't know. I want to see what you guys think about it before you, until you get done. Yeah. So, by the way, let us know. Also, send us your should I have bought this uh, or just any questions, comments you have, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dorkpodcast and uh, follow the YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. Uh, again, we'll, we'll try to get some more Dorktober content. I know Halloween kills. Yeah. Or no, no, no. Halloween ends. Halloween ends. Yeah, yeah, in a couple of weeks. So we'll we'll for sure have to do that try to get some more dorktober uh content up there but uh yeah let us know what you guys think of uh house of the dragon and everything else and uh that'll do it next week right i assume we'll just do episode eight i don't know if do we have something else planned i don't know if we have something else planned but then we got i think it's you know. just episode eight then it's she hulk halloween ends i know black adam's coming out soon oh shit, del, that's right uh guillermo del toro's cabinet of curiosities we got, lots to, we got lots to get to, but uh, and don't forget next month, November 11th, God of War comes out. God of War Ragnarok comes out too, and Black so, Panther next month, and Black, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So that'll uh, that'll do it for us. What a jam packed episode, uh, Rod. You don't give a shit about anything, do you? What'd you say? I said you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs>